This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Direct your attention to the fence we have now. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look, right a lot, there. A lot of politicians talk about building a fence. We've done it. We've actually built one. Okay. We built and the wall. Somebody like graffitied our name on it. So that is that's that's world class right there. You know. I will say it's not gonna be it's not gonna stop the immigration uh, problem from it's gonna stop it right Glenn's there. TV set. It is gonna uh, let people know that there's a chain link fence with Pat and Stu's name on it, though. They didn't actually Invest any money in a sign, but we got to. Well, fence. we didn't need to. Invest <laughs> we stole any, from next door. We didn't need to invest any money in a sign because right. Mexico paid for this wall. Oh, thank you, Mexico. Thank you. You know how we got them to pay for for the wall for the fence it's that called, we have? It's called management. It's called management. It's called we have a country, and it's called we have a trade deficit. And we said, look, we've got a trade deficit <laughs> with you people. You're paying for the patent stoop fence, and they did. And they did. They did. did. So it does work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I doubted Trump, but now I see it. It worked. We well, tried it, and it worked. Yeah. Originally, they said no, and we said. It'll be another 10 feet higher if you don't pay for this. <laughs> that scared okay, the hell out of stop. them, so they're like, they okay. Stop they paid for it. All right, we'll do a, like a, a seven-foot fence, because uh-huh. it would have been 17 feet if they hadn't paid for it. <laughs> I like that, though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Right. It's fine. I like it. Uh, speaking of Donald Trump and his fence and whatnot and so forth, uh, here he is yesterday on Fox News speaking about his bad poll numbers lately. This may sound harsh, but are you in the process of blowing your campaign for president? I don't think so. I just got great polls from no. NBC nationwide. I think that we're doing very well. Don't forget, uh, you have been thinking about that or asking me that question numerous times over the last, uh, since June 16th. I've had the statement made many a times. He just blew his campaign only to end up having higher poll numbers. But you'd like to talk about polls. Let's talk about some. In right. a Wisconsin poll a month ago, you were leading Cruz by 10 points. In the same poll, the Marquette poll out this week, you're now trailing Cruz by yes. 10 points. In the latest Fox poll, 67% of women nationally now have an unfavorable view of you. If you had purposely set out to turn off voters, especially women voters over the last two weeks, I'm not sure you could have done a better job. Well, you know, all I can do is do what I do. I'm self-funding my campaign. I'm not no, one of these not. politicians that's being controlled by uh, the people that give them money. Believe me, and they are totally controlled. Uh, I me. think I'm doing very well. Was this my best week? I guess not. I could have done without the retweet, etc., etc. But, uh, uh, but I'm gonna, I think I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. Just admit. Yeah. 
Wait a minute. I thought yep. that. I thought you didn't think there was anything wrong with that tweet. That is so his new position. He's starting he a conversation. Mistake, he wish he didn't do it. He just said that, that a couple times this weekend. Is unreal. Mm. But he never backs this down. This guy never backs he down. Never backs he down. Never Except backs down. I thought, <laughs> and yet he backed down again. Anybody notice that? Anybody notice? Uh, well, he does. Uh, backing down uh, is a relative term, Pat. Um, he only he only backs down when he backs down. Uh, when he does not back down, he does not back down, and that's yeah. He does sometimes. He does. But it's just sometimes when he doesn't back down, down, he still backs down. I mean, the but abortion thing always. is uh, we probably probably have that as well Ugh. coming up today. Here, here's the abortion uh, comments. Now, <laughs> let me walk you through this this scenario again. All he right. comes out and says we need to punish women if they have abortions. Well, right, right. Right, then, we need to put him directly now, in prison without trial. Again, I say. a position that, that's been my position. Forever. I've never heard a pro-life person take that. Well, position. except me, I've said that all along. You've never. I've said, that. look, the thing we have to do is imprison and maybe even execute women who have abortions. <laughs> I don't remember. It's always ever been my thing saying that. Um, <laughs> ever. Um, in fact, I, I don't even think I've ever heard. I've never the fetus heard anybody truck say people. it. You know, like people that are driving trucks with fetuses on the side of the truck. No. They don't even say I've that. I've never heard the position. And, and you know why? It's not because Donald because Trump is so hardcore on abortion. It's that he's never, he, he's, he's never pro life. He's pro choice. Uh -huh. And he's learning this stuff as he goes. He doesn't realize right. that's not the position that pro uh, life people usually take. Right. So immediately his campaign comes out and says, uh, actually, no, that's not what he meant. What he meant was punish the doctors. Punish the doctors, which is kind of more the mm -hmm. standard pro-life uh, viewpoint. So then uh, the, a day goes by, and now he's thinking to himself, wait a minute. I came off as way too pro-life there. So now he has another interview. They ask him about it, and what he says is, look, we need to keep the laws the way they are. Now that, of course, is a pro-choice position. Mm -hmm. So he now is thinking, I want to not be too pro-life anymore. I've I, I got to balance this. So now he gives the, the next position. Again, he doesn't understand the nuances of this argument at all. So he gives a full-out pro-choice Hillary Clinton-esque viewpoint. Mm -hmm. I do not want the abortion laws changed. Then, a few minutes later, his, his campaign comes out with a statement. What he meant was he doesn't want them changed until he becomes president. Then he's going to change them. Like, what? So stupid. So stupid. So four separate positions within about a four-day mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. uh, here he is talking mm -hmm. about uh, the abortion comments. Well, you offended both the pro-life and the pro-choice movement with one statement. Well, look, it was asked as a well, hypothetical and talked about if no it's sense. illegal and it was hypothetically asked. And but you gave there that would have been There would have been a very strong conservative, very conservative group would have said that was the appropriate answer. I'm not saying no, it was the appropriate no answer. I say it's the doctor's fault or whoever performs the mm -hmm. act, is it's their fault. But there was a time when that would have been, and maybe today that what? would have been. But that was asked as a hypothetical well, question. Chris. But why did you say the woman? Uh, because, because it was asked hypothetically. I said the woman what? because it was asked hypothetically. What does I that also have to do with it? corrected it, and I made it uh, very much so that I think everybody, it's acceptable now to everybody. But no, you agree it was a mistake? No. <laughs> No, it's not. Uh, well, I, I, as a hypothetical question, I would have rather asked it, you know, answered it in a different manner. Yeah, I would have rather answered it in a different manner. Again, yeah, you would rather know down. what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, when you're running for president, you would rather that you knew what you were talking about in the first place because you had some kind of principles. Yeah. But since you don't, you're subject to this every day, and it happens every day. Yeah. It just so happens that these are so egregious that people can't help but notice. Yeah, uh, you know, it's interesting. One of the things 
Very Man. few things I've liked about Donald Trump in this campaign. Very few. Um, and, and, and I would give him credit on very little. Like, I don't think he knows these arguments. I don't think he's a, he has the temperament. I don't think he has the conservative principles. I don't think he's even familiar with most of these arguments, arguments or the nuances in them. He's not um, at all. But one thing that I would give him credit for uh, throughout this process is that he is a, what, 64-year-old guy? Is that, how old you know? Oh, I think he's older no, 67. Yeah. 69. 69? Yeah. A 69-year-old guy mm -hmm. making his way across the country, doing interview after interview right. after interview. I've been impressed at his stamina. The guy, yeah, he, it, yes. I, I have been impressed by that because he has not, while he's made a lot of dumb comments, it's not because, it, to me, has not been a result of him being tired. It's just that he's always that way. Like, yeah. that's the way he is. But he hasn't, like, hasn't, like, with a couple of exceptions, a couple of the press conferences, one or two of the debates where he just seemed like he had no energy. He's had good energy throughout this whole thing. One of the things in this Gabe Sherman article I've been talking about today um, in New York Magazine, uh, it's a very thorough piece on just the inner workings of the campaign um, talks about that they think that he's starting to hit that wall with just he's just freaking tired I mean, this is a, a really right. hard job and that they think that's one of the reasons why he made the statement on abortion he's just he's yeah. to the point now we, where like uh yeah yeah i guess you'd punish him like he's just getting to that point where he just doesn't have any energy anymore i don't know if that's true mm. but it uh, might be i mean that's it might, they, well, i mean we spent three days with Cruz or l yeah. less and we were wiped out oh yeah seriously <laughs> we were wiped out we're a lot younger than donald trump by about you know yeah. i don't know 40, yeah. 40 years in my case and what 15 for you um so <laughs> but we were we were we're, were younger than trump and we were absolutely wrecked from that weekend. It was... Yeah. Uh, I mean, now, again, Trump isn't doing it the way that we did it. I mean, he was not doing uh, uh, Iowa, uh, I would assume, staying in Holiday Inns and such. Like, I don't know what he was doing. But, no, uh, and he has his own, of course, you know, he, he has he, his own private plane that he takes wherever he wants. And, I, and I doubt the, even between cities, he takes buses or... or well, yeah, and, and one of the things about Trump is he's not doing the barnstorming thing. He's not going from right, city to true. city with for 40 people. He's going it's to true. one, he's flying mm -hmm. in, doing one big 7,000 people, then yeah, leaving. Still, yeah. So it is a, diff a little bit of a difference. Still, it is. Still, he ends up in Florida. Still, it's impressive. He ends up back in New York. I it mean, is he flies impressive. in and flies out. That's yes. still grueling on you. And I, it's impressive. For a 69-year-old guy, it's impressive. That, that's not easy. I mean, it's, I mean I, that's not, you know, like, obviously, a lot of candidates, um, are, you know, go through that. But I think I, I feel like I've sensed that more, more of the tired feeling from other candidates. Day-to-day day at 69 that. ain't easy. The guy's up at 6 o'clock in the morning on every morning show every day doing interviews. Yeah, he you is. You know, it's not like, you know, he's on, he does the work when it comes to well, that Well, he's stuff. on the air at 6 o'clock, so you know he's up at 4.30 or yeah. something. Well, he's got to be reading all the stories. Tweeting, yeah. And yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. I, it's true. I, it's amazing. I, of all that, I would say I'm, I'm kind of impressed by that. But maybe that's, I mean, there's got to be a wall to that. There's got to be. Yeah. I mean, even finely tuned athletes in game 82 of the NBA season, uh, you know, look a little sluggish. I mean, this happens to everybody. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, maybe this is start, he's starting to hit the wall a little bit. And the last point he mentioned here uh, in one of these uh, clips that he's self-funding. No, he's, no not. he's not. No, he's not. Well, he said he was. He always says. Uh, when will he anybody him. call him on that? Yeah. Well, I think no, you're he did. not. I, I I don't know if it was him. Somebody did this weekend and said, "No, you're not." And look, he. And what did he say about that? Uh, well, I am self-funding. I mean, you know, he just keeps repeating it. What the truth is, 
about a, thir a third of the money comes from just donors. He's got a donate button on his website, yeah. just like everybody else. Now, that is a lower percentage than every other candidate by a good margin. The rest of the money, almost He's all the loaning the, yes. the campaign. That is if you are self-funding, you are donating the money to your campaign. Exactly. You're giving the money to your campaign. He's loaning it, which means he will be paid back. And yeah, at least which in means theory. he is not self-funding. Right. So he's loaning it. The other part to consider here is he's loaning it to pay for things from companies he owns. <laughs> yeah. he, for example, he's loaning money to his campaign, and they have a big dinner. But that dinner happens at Trump Tower. So the money is being paid to him. Right, that's right. true. Too. The, that's the true vast too. majority of this money is going to things like Donald Trump's private jet corporation. Mm. Right? Like, this is not like... Now, look, there are still expenses. Um, it's not to say that he's, he is no, doing dang more than other but candidates. Still. But, of course, he has more than other candidates. Yeah. I mean, you know, here's a guy with... He says $10 billion, but, man, you no ask way. him to fund the actual whole campaign. He's not even considering it. No, he's not. No, he's, he's saying not. general election. No, you're yeah, donating money to me. Yeah. So this whole thing, he can't be bought. He doesn't care. Like that, that expires come July. Yeah, uh, I don't know if anybody notices that. Uh, all right, here here is uh, Donald on uh, the Heidi the Heidi Cruz reply. You talk about the fact that you've only been a politician for eight months, but there are other issues. What happened to our, uh, we lost our audio there. Uh, don't know why. Any idea what happened to the audio there? On the I just flip? wanted to watch the video of him speaking personally. I don't yeah, know why. Just watch him I asked them to pull. I said, you know what, just guys, just give, just give me the video of that one. We yeah. want to, really well. we just want to see the facial yeah, expressions. Is it, really can we well. do it again? Or is it? So can we go back and play it or is it not? All right. Um, yeah, we got the. Uh, this is a big one. And the Heidi yeah, reply thing is he basically does one. admit a, a mistake. Now, of course, he yeah. just admitted another mistake on the abortion thing. Um, the guy Which never backs down. Doesn't do. Right, he never does. Right, right. He can't. I mean, he can't. <laughs> First of all, he's he picks never a, made a mistake to backtrack on. He picks weird battles, man. Like he's he got does. a battle. You know, his he his does. guy who completely lied about touching this reporter and is now charged with assault. Man, yeah. that's one thing. He cannot absolutely cannot apologize for that under any circumstances. And speaking of that, he also you know he said he won't fire Corey Lewandowski, but he's already starting to yes. backtrack a little bit on that because yeah. Lewandowski is now they're being reported to play a, a lesser role. Yes, in the they are. He's starting to be phased out in the campaign. That that guy, yeah, is <laughs> amazing. Yeah, the guy doesn't back down though. He doesn't. He does. I want you to know. Okay, I want you both to understand this point. It's a very important, very critical point. He does not back down. But he tells it like it is. He tells Thank it you. like it is. And Thank how it you. isn't. So that's how you know. He tells both of those positions. So he tells it's it like it is and like so it isn't. It's so hard to figure out what he's not backing down from because he's taken every position. Right. Yes. So, so here's the, do we have in that? a sense, it's true. <laughs> yes. uh, here's the Heidi Cruz thing, I think. You talk about the fact that you've only been a politician for eight months, but there are other issues that you've gotten in trouble on in the last week or so that have more to do with just judgment and temperament. For instance, the fact that you spent days going after Ted Cruz's wife and her looks. Excuse me, excuse me. Wait, wait, excuse, let me just ask. Ted Cruz came after me. No, 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 he didn't. He did. Thank well, you, he did through my wife. No, he, he took a picture. No, he didn't. Oh, well, of course you. he did. Of course he did. Thank you, you Chris. Any evidence that he knew about the attack by the independent super PAC? 
my evidence is total common sense. He knew those people, so, no, those people sorry, 100% so, no, for no, them. They no coordinated evidence. together. I have no doubt about it in a million years. He in did that attack, years, that and this was matter, just man. retaliation. Did, was it worth you just spending uh, a no, week I on would it? No, I would say probably not. If I had it to do again, I probably wouldn't have sent it. I didn't think it was particularly bad, but I probably <clears> wouldn't have sent it. But this was a response. Wallace did a better job there than anybody else has done. Boy, on no kidding. Thing. On, on the Ted Cruz started this bull crap, at least, at least he called him on it four times. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. What evidence do you have? And the answer, of course, Common is Common sense. He's got none! <laughs> He's got zero evidence, which Wallace should have pointed out. He's like, okay, that's your opinion, but you have no evidence. Okay, that your opinion is fine, but that doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it true, and that is not evidence. And what is fascinating, you're right, completely, wow. by the way. Uh, but what's fascinating about Trump's handling of this particular story is that he can't figure out what the deal is. Cruz, is, uh, right. Cruz did something to him, which really pisses mm -hmm. him off. However, the picture of his wife is fine. It was from GQ. It was nothing. It was no big deal. Right. Now, so why are you pissed? So, so I, took, I took a shot at Heidi Cruz, and I said I took, put up this really bad picture. Although, I don't know. It wasn't that bad of a picture. I didn't think it was that bad of a picture. I didn't think it was such a great picture of Melania. Um, but, you know, I didn't think it was that bad of a thing to do. I didn't think it was that bad of a thing to do, but I did it. If I had to do it, I'd do it over again. What the hell are you talking about? If it's a fine <laughs> picture for them to send, mm -hmm. and you didn't mean anything bad, and the picture that you sent was fine, what are you apologizing for? He just eats. He doesn't it, make any sense. Donald Trump tells it like it is and all other available options. <laughs> that is the Donald yeah. Trump slogan. Yes. And it just. He tells it like it is and like it isn't. Right. And like he wants it to be and like he doesn't want it to be. Everything else he'll tell it that <laughs> way too. It's a fr it's it's just insane and again it does seem like this is turning around. The question is has it turned around enough? I hope um, so. Right now so. look at this Pat. Since it's become a three-person race, the uh the vote has been 39 for Trump, 37 for Cruz and mm -hmm. 12 for freaking John Kasich. If Kasich was out of this, Cruz would be winning the popular vote by a significant margin. Um and you know to see this happen, you, I was thinking about this weekend. It's like almost like maybe Marco Rubio, again, from Marco Rubio's perspective, shouldn't have dropped out. Because what it, Marco Rubio's move to drop out made sense if it was going to make it a two-person race. He's mm -hmm. saying, you know what? I don't want Donald Trump. Cruz is obviously a hell of a lot better. Cruz can win. <laughs> but with Kasich screwing that up, it's almost as if maybe Rubio should have stayed in because there's a good chance he's not going to get to 1237. And if I'm Rubio, he probably would have the best chance of getting out of convention. that if, if all the party people came together and said, screw it, let's give it to Rubio. That's why I think Rubio is a, uh, is a good guy in all of this because I think he realized he can't win. Cruz can. I'm going to get out and give him the opportunity. Yeah. I, d I don't... Because if he would have stayed in, it would have been only for him mm -hmm. getting to a convention and, it might, it, and then take, rolling, the, rolling the dice that it falls to him. And he didn't do that. And, and it would have stopped Cruz from getting anywhere near Trump. It really would have. It would have, it would have split the vote so much. Cruz still would have beaten him. 
uh, would have beaten yeah. Rubio, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't come anywhere near Trump. But, but if he was in third place, I mean, it has happened at contested <clears throat> conventions where the third place yes. guy wins. Yes. Um, and so, from a personal standpoint, might have been a good move. Yeah. And by the way, but he didn't do that. Even though he did drop out, he's still in third place. He leads yeah, Kasich right. in delegates and in total votes. Right. He's still in third place. And he's been out for, what, three weeks? <laughs> so bad. That's how bad Kasich is. Jeez. Triple what an A. 727-back. More patents, too, coming up in a second. But, you know, you've heard us talk a lot about fake stuff on this show. Uh, lately, you've heard about fake vodka, fake universities, unreal poll numbers, and even fake steak companies. Uh, well, it's hard to tell what's real anymore. That's uh, correct, Pat. But mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about something that, uh, you know, is as real as it gets. Being prepared for emergencies. I mean, this is not only real, but it's like the base thing you have to do in your life to take care of your family. Yeah. Yeah, right now, our friends at My Patriot Supply have real food to keep you prepared in a real emergency. Mm. So here's what you get. You get a two-week supply, emergency food supply, for only $50. Wait, what? Yeah, two-week supply... Fifty bucks. Yeah, okay, and you're getting order like four or five. Hold no, on, hold on. Call the rule is coming. Uh, you're getting food made from the highest quality ingredients as well, and it tastes great. Uh, you're going to have meals like pasta, soups, even chocolate pudding, yeah. which I know is one of the things that Jeffy calls for over and over again. Please send me more chocolate pudding. Mm -hmm. uh, plus, all their food lasts up to 25 years without spoiling. Here comes limited two. Sorry, Jeffy. Sorry Jeffy. Limited two per caller while supplies last. Right, yeah, I'll, you know I'll call you back. You know what I love it about Matt too at my Patriot Supply is that. He really works hard to get this stuff right. He yep. doesn't just put out a product and say, here, buy this. They make sure they get it right. They want the food to be delicious. They want it to be uh, something you're going to enjoy. Yeah. And, and he really obsesses over this stuff. So call them today, 888-893-9140, 888-893-9140, or order online at preparewiththeblaze.com. Again, 888-893-9140 or preparewiththeblaze.com. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to this show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, something we haven't even mentioned. I don't know if we, did we mentioned this on radio. Yeah, we did it in the polls. Uh, oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah, we did mm -hmm. a little bit. Uh, we briefly mentioned that Cruz won North Dakota. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't even. I didn't even know North Dakota was in play. Well, and it kind it of isn't. Kind of isn't. It's a weird way. Yeah, they don't vote, do they? There's a few states that don't. The 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 people don't. They don't have a primary per se. It's not like you go out and vote like we do in most states and okay. or a caucus. This is one where essentially it's the way the old they used to do it. Yeah, and it's and not it's, a vote and it's not a caucus. Right. So what happens is the case. This is the pre nineteen twelve version. Kinda, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's basically like these guys get around the, the delegates who are important to the movement in the state are going to cast votes for the presidential candidate. So what's happened is over the past few months. Uh, everyone knows that in the in the game. So they have been working hard to try to get their people to be the people. So like, you know, if you, they were going to come and make Pat Gray a delegate, well, mm -hmm. you're not you're not bound to vote for Ted Cruz, but they know you want to vote for Ted Cruz. They're going to try to make you the guy who's the delegate. So you go and vote for Ted Cruz. 
Okay. So it's not like in, in a normal circumstance, like Texas would vote and it would say 75 percent, uh, you know, Ted Cruz. Te uh, Pat, you're a delegate. You'll vote for Ted Cruz. You're bound to vote for Ted Cruz. Mm -hmm. um, in North Dakota, what they're saying is, hey, uh, you can vote. We, we have to get mm -hmm. somebody who's a delegate and they can vote for whoever they want. Who should we look for? Uh, how about this Ted Cruz supporter? So they are trying to influence That's the a process. Weird way to do it. Yeah, they're weird. trying to influence the process. I don't like um, it. Yeah, I, I don't like it either. Um, only a few states do it, um, and it's. I want it to stop. Well, can I make it stop? Stop doing it, in North Dakota. No, you okay. Can't. Let your people vote. What yeah. are you stupid? Let your people vote. I mean, Colorado did it as well. Um, there's a few states. Colorado, that do. stop it. You didn't it's yell at stupid. them. It's <laughs> stupid. It's stupid. Let your people vote. It's called democracy. It's called we have a republic. Well, this is this more democratic, is democratic. <laughs> but this is it's called we have de direct democracy. Right. And that's a good way of putting it. Essentially, North Dakota uh, has representatives, essentially, of the party. Um, the party figures out who the representatives are and they mm. go make the decision. So um, when Cruz and Trump go to campaign in North Dakota, do they go to these people's homes? What, how does that work? I think they actually do meet with them. They send they representatives. They must meet? There yeah. is a... Because um, they said it, it a, was a hotly contested. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, and this is the thing everyone's talking about because Cruz has an actual campaign. Like, it's called having a campaign. It's called management. And he has a campaign mm -hmm. and understands the process. He's a lawyer. He understands how they, these laws work. Trump is just like trying to bang his head into the wall and see if he wins. And, you know, obviously at some level with the media coverage, it's worked out. Uh, but with things like this, he's done terribly. He did yeah. bad, poorly in um, uh, Louisiana as well. See, Cruz knows the, and his team know, know the rules. The rules. Yeah. And they're using the rules mm -hmm. as they currently are. This is, there's nothing st being stolen there's here. There's nothing being stolen. At all. There's nothing clandestine. There is nothing no. dirty well, about it. it had to have been stolen because Corey Lewandowski uh, claimed victory in North Dakota. He did. <laughs> now, it's, which is hilarious because so they had mm -hmm. 25 available delegates. So Cru stupid. The Cruz people, again, like, again mm -hmm. it's not confirmed. Like they, they, if, Pat, if you decide you don't like Ted Cruz in two weeks, you're mm -hmm. going to vote for somebody else mm -hmm. uh, if, you're the if you're the delegate. But he got 18 of the 25. Cruz did. Cruz did. Now, there's like two or three on the fringes there, which we don't know. Like one of them said, I'm, I'm a Cruz leaner. Another one said, you know, I kind of prefer Kasich, but I don't think he has a chance to win. So, I'll, you know, prob they're, probably go with Cruz. Another person that wasn't included so that's in the 20. Well, no, because they were included, oh, I think, in the, the 18. 18. There was okay. another person who was not included in the 18 who looked like a Cruz um, supporter. However, I think they're thinking one of them might fall off. The Trump win was... It looks like either one or zero delegates. Jeez. There's one person who publicly said, wow. I, I might vote for Trump um, of the delegates. And then there's six, I think, that are completely uncommitted. Like the governor of the state is one. Like he has, he's just out of the, He has not uh, stated a preference at this time. So, so only about, uh, about 18 or 19 have, have set a preference. And it looks like it's 18 to 1 or 18 to 0 or 19 to 0. A horrible job by Trump. I mean, the guy is, you know, he's, again, like, he, even though it's a small margin, mm -hmm. he is leading the race uh, when it comes to popular vote. Since it's been a three-person race, he still has a lead of two points um, that have, uh, states that have voted since then. Um, so, you know, you'd think, uh, why not, right? Like, why, uh, why couldn't he get half the delegates? Because he's not good at this. He's making it up as he goes along. He doesn't understand what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And that is the problematic. And neither, sadly... Well, it's happily for us, neither do his people know what's going on. No. Well, he, he's got politicos around him that don't know the political system. Well, you've got to read this, you've got to read this article today from Gabe Sherman because it talks about, first of all, the three people around him, 
Um, he had a political team because he's been building this campaign for several years. The political campaign was people like Roger Stone, who's the guy who leaked the uh, mm -hmm. Inquirer thing by all allegations, um, mm -hmm. and uh, um, the guy, the lawyer, who was the one who called the reporter and said, you, you, you can't rape your wife. That, that's, it's not possible legally, um, and I'm going to ruin your effing life, and the things I'm going to do to you are effing disgusting. That guy. So he was one of their lead spokesperson initially, but I guess that didn't work out. He's back to being like the, the counsel now. Um, they, Roger Stone left, although he's obviously still working for the campaign. I mean, he's, he's doing the dirty work outside of the campaign. Um, so they brought in new people. Lewandowski's one of them. He, the last campaign he, he ran was 2002. It was um, a Senate campaign in New Hampshire for Bob Smith, who was, um, he was a senator for the GOP. Mm -hmm. um, and then he, like, briefly dropped out of the GOP to run as a third-party candidate against, I guess, George W. Bush in 2000. Uh, mm -hmm. a really quirky guy. I, I, he, I, wanted, I think he wound up running again as, like, a Constitution Party mm -hmm. candidate later on. Um, but by the time 2002 rolled around, everyone in the GOP hated him because he ran against George W. Bush, which nobody wanted. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was George W. Bush. It, I, I'm a little hazy on what I think it was 2000 because I think he ran it in 2002. So 2002, he's running for re-election, loses. Lewandowski's the guy there. He had run another, I think, congressional campaign earlier than that. But because he ran this campaign and everyone hated him, basically, in Washington, um, he wound up leaving and becoming a police officer and selling real estate and doing stuff outside of politics for a while. So he has a little bit of experience, but it's been a long time. He's not a mm -hmm. top-level guy. And, and look, you know, he's obviously done a good job here overall, I guess. I mean, they're winning, right? I mean, there's certainly an argument to be made for that. Yeah. Then uh, you've got the I mean, spokesperson. This is mostly Celebrity Apprentice stuff, right? I mean, it's mostly because people know Trump yeah. from TV. That's why he's doing well. It's yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say Lewandowski. Moves. There is the, the fight between them, and they described this in the article. Again, it's a Gabe Sherman article. I tweeted it out earlier. From I think you sent that to me magazine. Yeah, I did send it to you. Yes. Thank you. You sent it to me. I did send it to both of you. Yes. Okay. Why? Well, why is that funny, Jeffy? You're, you're doing that little Jeffy smirk, like you think you. I thank you. I, no, I appreciate it. I just wanted to make I sure thought you, you would it want to, want to read it. I, I appreciate it. You know what? I apologize. Thank you. I forgot you can't thank read. You. I, I'm, it's my bad. I, I thanked you. I was just that, inquiring. That was the debate. There was a a new team that came in, and uh, the old team was saying, "Look, you can't go out there and do these crazy things. You need to be a little bit more presidential." Um, and the new, the Lewandowski came in and said, just do it. Let Trump be Trump. Let Trump be Trump. That's Let exactly Trump what he said. Let Trump be Trump. That's the whole thing. Let Trump be He's Trump. He's the star. And yeah. so they brought in a... And there, it, um, that has worked. Uh, uh, so. A PR person, uh, the spoke, a spokesperson who they got from Ivanka's business, who's in her 20s. They've brought in another... Per, like, like, they just staffed it with people who had never done this before. Yeah. And obviously, there, there's been some positives from that. I mean, it, there is... That, there is something that is likable. One of the reasons Trump has done well is because he doesn't sound like those other politicians. Now, I don't think you could stop Trump from doing that. He doesn't sound um, like other politicians because he's illiterate. <laughs> he's pretty much true. Speak. No, I know. Not in any kind of coherent fashion. Yes, I would tend to. He's got a fourth grade vocabulary. I got all the best words. Yeah, your best word is the word word. <laughs> yes, uh, that's true. Oh, that's um, frustrating. So, but uh, that, that's kind of the, been the inner debate. And now, they're, as Jeffy pointed out a minute ago, now they're getting to the point that, holy crap, we might win this thing. Because mm -hmm. in the article, it basically quotes him admitting he didn't think he was going to win. Like, I, he says he, he's doing I, it for I other totally, reasons. I totally believe totally that. Totally believe the that. The woman that put out that thing last yeah. week. Yes. 
So now they're in a position like, holy crap, we might win, and they're starting to bring in people who yeah. uh, understand the game more, uh, people who understand the delegate game, people who understand how to run a campaign, people who understand what, how to do donations and all those things that they never really understood before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but and they're bringing losing. them in now and because late. it's starting to turn sour. Yeah. You know, when you got your, your campaign managers beating women up on camera, it's not a good look. Crazy. You it's know, crazy. I mean, <laughs> you know, ask Ray Rice how that works out for you. Not well. Yeah. No, not to compare yeah. the two because no. it wasn't that bad, obviously. One was a little more but, brutal. But neither the one of them is a good look. Right. You don't want that to happen. Triple eight seven two seven. back. More patents, too, coming up. Eight seven two seven. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, yeah, this abortion stuff uh, is, is fascinating from from Donald Trump because you know, as we've talked about before, he he doesn't seem to have any principle on which his position is based, and that's why he's gotten gotten into such trouble on this. Uh, here's the la- latest comments on abortion from this past Friday uh, from our friend Donald Trump. The laws are set now on abortion, and that's the way they're going to remain until they're changed. Because <laughs> you had said you wanted, uh, you told Bloomberg in January point, that you believed mm-hmm. abortion they're should be banned at some point in pregnancy. Where would you? Well, I, first do of the all, ban? I would have liked to have seen, you know, this be a states' rights. I would have, I would have preferred states' rights. I think it would have been better if it were up to the states. Uh, but right now the laws are set, and that's the way the laws are. But do you have a feeling how they should change? There are a lot of laws you want to change. You've talked about them on everything from libel to torture. Anything you'd want to change At on abortion? At this moment, the laws are set, and I think we have to leave it that way. Do you think it's murder, abortion? Um, it's amazing. How does he know? I have my opinions on it, but I'd rather not comment on oh it. You gosh. said you're very pro-life. Pro-life view is that it's abortion. Yeah, abortion is murder. But I, I, uh, I mean, I do have my opinions on it. I'd rather... I just don't think it's inappropriate for him. But you don't disagree with that proposition? It's that it's murder. What, what proposition? That abortion is murder. No, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> so I was wrong. It's more than four positions. And that was like another two in there. Wait, wait. It's not oh, an appropriate forum to discuss your abortion uh, uh, position what, in what an interview about your abor- abortion position. No. Like this that's is not, a, that's it's not a appropriate news forum. interview about your abortion position. And again, I don't know if this is true, but I mean, it's not like they're sitting in a church chapel. That's that, you know, it's that's not an appropriate. We're here, we're here to worship. No, you're in the Trump Tower, right. and the guy's interviewing you about your position on abortion. How? It's <laughs> amazing. Can you move it away from the waterfall, please? There's no reason Thank for you. I know the waterfall, so we hear running water the whole time. Crazy. Uh, and well, the other thing the is, other network set up the other way. Yeah. The other thing is, <laughs> what do you mean the? The law is set, yeah, and it needs to stay that way. What? <laughs> that that is not a pro-life position. Well, others have called it uh, have called it murder. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that. Right. So he said, first of all, I don't want to I don't want to give my opinion. Then he said, I would agree with it. It is. Yeah, and yet he also said he the law he shouldn't dis- change. So you should continue the murder. And not change the murder law. <laughs> that it's okay to murder children. That law is set, 
and it needs to stay that way. <laughs> what? What? Because you, you admit at the end you think it's murder. You wouldn't disagree with that. <laughs> then if it's murder, wouldn't you want to change that law? Wouldn't you want to? If he knew what it was, he would. Yeah, it's, it's exactly right. He's got, he's got no idea what he's talking about. He just, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Somebody else who supposedly should know what she's talking about, uh, but really doesn't, and because she's so pro-abortion that she has no idea uh, how bad this sounds, I don't think. I don't, I don't think, you know, she's so into abortion providers, she's so into the, the industry of abortion that Hillary Clinton um, takes bizarre, untenable positions uh, like this one. When or if does an unborn child have constitutional rights? Good question. Well, under our laws, currently, uh, that is actually. not something that uh, exists. It is a good look. Uh, the, yes, uh, it is something that the, exists. The unborn uh, person uh, doesn't unborn have person. constitutional rights. Now, that doesn't Untrue. mean that we don't do everything we possibly can uh, in the vast majority of uh, instances to, you know, help a mother who is carrying a child uh, and wow. wants she's to make used. sure that child will be healthy Every to have appropriate medical support. It Person doesn't mean that uh, a child. you don't uh, do everything possible to try to mm. uh, fulfill Why? your obligations, but it, it does not include uh, sacrificing the woman's right to make decisions. And I think that's a, an important distinction that under Roe v. Wade, uh, we've had enshrined under our Constitution. Wow. So. The child's, the person and child's right to live can't supersede the mother's right to make a choice. That's pretty interesting. That's a fascinating It's pretty interesting. Uh, it, it is. And it, uh, again, wow. we, we mentioned this on, on radio earlier, but if you have, uh, if you, mm -hmm. if a child does not have constitutional rights, can mm -hmm. we violate the other amendments? Can we quarter soldiers in the womb? That's their home. Mm -hmm. uh, you get protection from that in the Third Amendment. Well, you know what? No. Uh, I mean, it's such a ridiculous, like, idea. Mm -hmm. it, and as she keeps stating, she knows it's a child. She keeps saying it. She keeps saying it. You know, Glenn There's pointed out the, else uh, it can be. the baby shower. It's not a fetus shower. Right. Like, we all know what it is. Why? It's a straight-out denial. Mm -hmm. If you want this position and you really want to hold it, take it. Take it. Every once in a while, you find an honest uh, abortion activist. And they got to be a w real extremist. Yeah, maybe Debbie Wasserman. I can't say she she's She wouldn't ever even honest. say her own children were children yeah. or humans. She right. wouldn't even say they're human beings until they were born. Right. It's like the uh, the um, Sandra Fluke or whatever. Um, she had uh, she was uh, you know they, she said something about being something about abortion being safe and legal and does not include the rare. It's like at least that's honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, you want it to be safe and legal. I don't screw rare. I don't right. care if it's rare. We make it a common. And like Hillary said there, the, the uh, person has no rights. Well, then why do anything for, well, for it? What why is why do anything for whatever is in your womb? Why do anything for it? Right. Why do prenatal anything? Right. Who cares well, what happens to it? Again, like, what is a right? It just it's doesn't a, make it's any a, sense. A right is an obligation for mm. uh, for us to act in a certain way or for you to be able to act in a certain way, right? It's an obligation. She uses mm. the word 
obligation. We must do the things that we're, you know, our obligations, of course, we'll do that. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's like, it's, that's what a right is. Mm. It's Very so, true. It's so frustrating because we, we, it's just one of those <clears throat> things that no one will be honest about. You want to say, like, you know, Peter Singer is a good example of somebody who's honest about it. Mm-hmm. He says uh, you can abort uh, up to a few months after birth. Mm-hmm. And, to, and then he said, you know what, we mm-hmm. shouldn't put a time frame on it, but it, just should, it should just be when someone has consciousness or someone has an ability to communicate and think. At least he's at least when he's, they can drive. Right. When they right. When exactly. They can drive. Make your cutoff point, whatever it is. <laughs> when is it? And be honest about it. You don't act as if you don't know <laughs> that it's life. It obviously is. What you're saying is it's OK to end life at certain times. It, it's life when they're 15 in some states and 16 in other yeah. states. As soon as they get the keys to the car and they can actually drive. Right. Make a make a line and stay stick to it. But don't, well. don't act as That's if crazy. you're like all caring and stuff about right. life. When obviously you're not. You're not. Obviously not. You're not. And that's all. You know what? Look, make the argument. But it, but the argument is so impossible. I mean, again, this is a country where over 80 percent of people, 80 uh, percent oppose third term abortion. 80 percent. This is not a wishwashy uh, mm-hmm. issue. All, I mean, it's one of those mm-hmm. things that people agree on more than any other issue in our society. There are very few issues that hit an 80 percent threshold in public opinion. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, that is, does not happen often. So this is not an issue where people disagree. The left-wing issue is the one that's completely insane. I mean, even if you go to the point where it's like, I don't want abortion for any reason, um, uh, you know, without exceptions, you can still get 30 and 40 percent of people to say, okay, I like that position. Uh, You can't get 30 and 40 percent to support third-term abortion. Nobody does. I mean, it's very. You're talking about an extremely small percentage of activists who believe that. Yet that is the official position of the Democrat Party. Ask any of it. You see Debbie Wasserman Schultz has done it. Hillary Clinton has done it. They've all done it. Is mm-hmm. Nine seconds before birth, is it okay? It's a woman's choice. It's a woman's choice. That is not the American people's position. No, well, it doesn't make any sense. No, it's, it's insanity. So it, it's also not the constitutional position because there are several places, including the preamble, that guarantees rights to our posterity. And but e- what is a child but posterity? And I, of course fully agree with that but even roe versus wade didn't allow for that roe versus wade was a first trimester ruling yeah they've gone way past they've gone way past roe versus wade roe versus wade if we could return to roe versus wade that would be a pro-life win yeah at this point yeah that would be a victory for the pro-life movement to go back to roe that is how crazy this thing has become can it, it, one question we may investigate later on today is can we abort Jeffy in his 623rd trimester? Can we do that? It's only I mean he's barely into his 623rd trimester. You know how I can feel. About we, you know how I, know I feel how about feel. Jeffy. I, know. I am not a, a fan. No, of I know. Him. But what I would say it's it's a little ridiculous to put a limit on it at it, 623 trimesters. <laughs> I think it could go. Pretty much, I really, I think any time indefinitely for yeah, him. Like, okay, I think ready, right? Uh, right? Yeah, I think Jeffy, we... let's vote. Let's vote on it. <laughs> uh, I, I fa- in favor. Aye. Okay, Jeffy. Uh, nay. Okay, two to one. Yep. Uh, there you go. That's the court for you. <laughs> More patents too coming up. <laughs> Can we get another judge? No. Uh, hey, it was a five to four decision that killed how many millions? Fifteen, three million children. Yeah, it's about that now. Mm-hmm. Yep.
Welcome wow. back. Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven back. Uh, you re- uh, Pat Glenn was reading from the Planned Parenthood <clears throat> guidebook today mm-hmm. of how you're supposed to talk about abortion. You don't use words like child. You don't use words like person. Right. Uh, p- potentially, uh, Cecile Richards needs to read her own guidebook. Yeah, I would think so. Um, um, here's what she said. Uh, she is Ann Richards' daughter, by the way, former uh, governor right. of the great state of Texas. Looks like her. That's her too. daughter. Looks a lot yeah. like her, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, interview with uh, actress Laverne Cox for Interview Magazine. Mm-hmm. Which is a, I, do you subscribe? To Laverne? No, to Interview Magazine. Uh, yes. I used to. Yes. Did you think Laverne I have, was a magazine? I have Interview Magazine, and Laverne also has her, her own, own magazine. Wow, didn't I, I'm sorry. When Andy Warhol was alive, I used to uh, subscribe to that magazine. It was great. That was, it's his magazine. Is Andrew, Andy Warhol's magazine? Andy Warhol. That's what I said, right? No. Andy Warhol? That's fine. What did I say? Warhouse or War or something. No, no. Okay, so uh, Scandal, uh, I guess apparently on ABC, mm-hmm. they had an abortion uh, storyline in which uh, they humanized abortion. This was their quote. Um, it was a scandal uh, titled, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Uh, mm-hmm. And the main character had an abortion uh, as the Christmas hymn Silent Night played in the background. Holy crap. Wow. That is dark. Um, It really has to do with bodily autonomy when it comes down to it. I do think it was such a powerful episode. I think Kerry Washington is brave. I think Shonda Rhimes is heroic. Every, I don't know who any of those people are. She's the star. Shonda plays, uh, she's the star. Kerry plays Shonda, right? Yeah. Uh, Every family, uh, everybody deals with these issues in one way or the other. And I think it's re- I think to really humanize it and say this is the most personal decision that many people will make in their lifetime. Mm. Um, you know, yeah, don't don't humanize uh, the, the fetus. No. fetus no. However, no, don't, don't humanize, humanize the baby inside no the womb. Don't humanize the human. But humanize the what the the mother's decision. Uh, yes. So so you make a human out of the decision. But not, not the baby. The human. Not the human. <laughs> We're humanizing the decision. We're not Correct. humanizing the human. Um, that's, a, that's good. Uh, this, and it says, good. I love this quote. I think it's really, it's great to humanize it and say, this is the most personal decision that many people will make in their lifetime. We can guarantee it's the most personal decision that the baby will make in their lifetime because mm. it's over. Um, and it's mm-hmm. the only decision that's ever made for the baby in the lifetime. Yeah, the baby mm. doesn't uh, even make that decision. It's no, made for it. It's yeah. just made for the baby, which is amazing. Um, uh, te- she's pissed off at the te- Texas rule, too, which is, again, where she's from. Um, not, not a fan of the Texas ruling, which makes it d- more difficult for people to have abortions. Or a- another way of looking at it, of course, is making sure that there's a- adequate medical attention uh, for these uh, you don't mothers. Do that. You don't want to do that. If they something goes uh, wrong, you don't want to have anybody there to take care of the, of the person. Oh, you know what? You know who did a great right. job with that? Kermit Gosnell. He was. He, he did never a great had job people around, and did anything right. go bad there? No. no. Yes, occasionally. Everything was fine. No. Every, yeah. Everything was sweet. What went wrong? Really true. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. What, yeah. what went wrong? Did well, a couple of fetuses die? Yes. Uh, so did a lot of babies, and so did some of the moms. Well, if I remember correctly. Yeah, maybe. Uh huh. Yeah. But what are you, uh, I mean, you, you going to do? Right. What are you going to do? I don't know. Everybody has mercy. Let's not get picky here.
888 back is the phone number. Um, I spent too much time on this, but it's pretty. It's a big story, and we didn't even get to it at all on radio today. This whole Panama Papers story, um, really. Yeah, that was a. It was first popularized by Van Halen. Um, um, no. Back in the, I guess, early eighties was Panama Panama Papers. Panama Papers was what eighty three. I didn't like Panama two? Papers as much as the Zigzag Papers, so yeah. I just I just stopped using. Okay. Okay, I think you're both misunderstanding the story slightly, in a, in a slight way. You think? Yeah. What, what do we have wrong? Um, it's not about any of those things. <laughs> but the name Panama but is Other it. than that, yeah, everything was okay? Everything, yeah, everything. I don't All know. right. Um, so it was, uh, so it kind of comes on, it's like sort of a WikiLeaks type of story, right? So, mm. you know, they've released these government documents in the past where have been these massive dumps of, uh, of just giant documents. Um, and, you know, show what happens in the military and what happens with certain, you know, people. So this one, think of it that way, except it was with a law firm that created shell companies. So people would go to this law firm to try to launder money and hide money. Again, these are all the allegations. And what is the map we, we have in the background? What is this that? This is where about? most of the money, I guess, was hidden, I think, uh, is the... Uh, Can we get a close-up of the map? Um, um, this is... Uh, uh, this is all the companies in yeah, the world this is that where do they, this. They held their money. So there's one firm. It's in Panama, huh. and uh, Panama in the I think it was the 80s changed their laws dramatically to, to like super private uh, law uh, laws when it comes to finance. So okay. basically, you can't dig into these people. Uh, it's like it's like a they were saying that like Swiss bank accounts is the old term. The Panama, the way they set them up in Panama is the real way they do it now. Mm. Like the Swiss bank account thing, it's like, that's old school. Mm -hmm. um, and so what they have, they have a couple kinds of corporations. They have a shell corporation, which is kind of like, like, it's a meaningless corporation that helps you. You take dirty money, you put it into there. It's hidden through the law firm. You can't see who actually registered it because the, law, the law, law firm does it for you. And so then you can take the money out on the other side and the money's no, you've laundered it. It's now clean. And then there's a shelf corporation, which is one that's existed for a long time, so it's even harder to detect. Because it's not like, hey, Bob's company just has a million dollars in it for no reason. It's a company that's been around and done business for a long time, but instead of going out of business, they keep the shell of it so that someone can fill it with their money and launder their money. And so, mm -hmm. anyway, all of the details of these corporations were released in some sort of leak that no one knows exactly where it came from. It does not look to be illegal. It's either from maybe a hacker or an insider or something. Um, and it's exposed, it's got like dozens of world leaders, people who run mm. countries, uh, have, have all this money. Like there are lots of mafia figures, uh, organized crime figures, people in Syria, um, things like that all have run through this one company that has been doing this thing forever. Uh, and it's been uh, people have kind of suspected them and, and have been talking about this for you know a couple of years. Now all of the information, account numbers, uh, names, uh, amounts, uh, the way the money came in and went out is all out there. And it was released to some I want to say it was a German publication or something. Uh, it was like and I, it wasn't one I was familiar with um, off the top of my head. But they then when they got it. Was it brought it to like a consortium of like journalists? So they've had like hundreds of journalists working on this for months uh, to go through all of the information, uh, and they've dug through and found these big names. And I guess there's supposedly sports celebrities, which I have not seen the names of those yet. Um, maybe it's in this article. I don't know. Um, but it's Mossack Fonseca uh, is the name of the uh, law firm, and so they 
expect this to be a really big deal going forward because it's all mm. these people who have money. Like, you know, how does we always talk about this? Like, you know, they say Saddam Hussein had twenty billion dollars. Like, how did he have it? Where did he put it? Like, these are the sorts of things that these guys do so that they can use the money uh, instead of just having, you know, bank accounts in their own countries. They can't do anything with the money. Mm -hmm. They funnel it through these different systems. And now all that information is out for everyone to look at and investigate. And God only knows whose name is going to turn up in this thing. I mean, you know, we're going to probably find some big names from around the world. Uh, but so far, what I've seen is just the political figures and sort of world leaders. Like the, the, the one that a lot of people had talked about is the guy who's running Iceland now the prime minister of Iceland, he was a guy who came to power criticizing people for doing just this. Like, he's one of those, like, I'm an anti-bank guy, and you should, uh, the people are avoiding responsibility. And then they found his name on the list of having a shell corporation. That's always fun. Yeah, that's not a good look. That's always uh, fun. Once again. So kind of an interesting story, and yeah. one that will be developing quite a bit here in the next uh, few days. And we'll be following that one for you we in will. the coming days, weeks, and months. As well as the years. huge controversy going around mm -hmm. John Kasich. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this if this doesn't is... end his presidency, nothing will, because every time this comes up in a candidate's uh, campaign, he's out. He's done. It really and it here sure it does. is. Here's a look at what happened. Uh, Wait. Right there. I'm... Right there. Right there. He's, he's eating pizza with a fork. He's eating pizza with a fork. You'd think they'd learn. <laughs> what a maroon. You'd think they'd learn by now, really. I mean, it's the stupidest thing, but it's absolutely true. I mean, it's a dumb thing. And it, it, they made a big deal out of John Kerry. He lost. Uh, it, it, he did the same thing. He ate pizza with a fork. I guess it means you're an elitist. I don't know. Yep. What, uh, you well, pick it, it up with your fingers. And he said it was scalding hot, man. He said, look, look, the pizza came out scalding hot, okay? Yeah, that's what pizza does. And I used a little fork. You know what? My wife, who's on spring break with my daughter, said... I'm proud of you. You finally learned how to use a utensil properly. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy! But actually, he didn't. Actually, he didn't because the picture just shows him using, using yeah, the fork, not even not the you, knife. I mean, honestly, mm. would you ever. No. What's he doing? No. Like, I, would you wouldn't eat a. How would you eat a no, pizza? No, like I wouldn't. That? But he is dressed in a suit. He probably didn't want to spill it on himself. Well, hold on. I, yeah, this is I, I separate really issue. Yeah, that is a separate issue. Deal. No, separate issues here. Because number it's one is, and we'll get to this in a second, do you eat pizza with a fork? But secondarily, if you're going to eat pizza with a fork, what is he doing there? The only thing I can think is, is he scraping off the green peppers? Because look how the, the, the distribution mm -hmm. of the green peppers is terrible on that slice <laughs> of pizza. It's all the top. Is he scraping off? He may have. Maybe he that's may what he's doing. Because yeah. if you look at it, how would you eat that pizza? Is he going to... Pick the whole slice up like that? He can't cut it. He might have he cut has it with the fork. In case you could. You could cut Not like that. You'd have to turn it sideways, No, right? but I think he's already done the deed on the cut, and now he's about to pick it up with the fork. Right? Maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's done. Like, it's hard to see a cut. Yeah, maybe it's, it's hard to tell. Hard to see, but yeah. I think Would you leave your knife on did. the table like that or on right, the plate? Right. Use the damn knife. You got a knife no. there. You got a knife and a fork. So the secondary problem is, and because Kerry also did the thing in Philly mm -hmm. where he ordered the cheesesteak with Swiss cheese. Oh, right. Oh, right. You never do right. that, right? You never do that. You use again, Whiz. Right. right. Whiz or, yeah, whatever. It's part of the deal. Um, Even I know that, and I never lived in Philly. Right. Like, and so if you're going to do the local culture thing, because it's funny because it does seem silly. Uh, oh, well, he's going to go. Eh, who cares if he freaking orders a cheesesteak with Swiss? or he, Who cares what he likes? Like, that's fine. But, of course, the reason they're doing the event is right. to pander to locals. So, yeah, like, true. I know your culture. Look at me. I'm trying the things you mm -hmm. try. Mm -hmm. but when you blow it and then you try it in a totally different way, it, I can understand why it's It's like story. coming to Texas and asking for pork on your barbecue. 
can I get that in pork? No. no. You're in Texas now, my friend. We only use beef here for barbecue. Okay? <laughs> you can have brisket. You could have, like, barbecued steak. But you may not have pork. Go to Mississippi or Tennessee for pork, douche. That's what they'll tell you <laughs> wow, here. Wow, really? Yeah. I didn't know that's that. That's what they'll tell you here. <laughs> what, but that's order, what it's like. Don't do it. When I order, uh, I, I'm a vegetarian, so can I have mac and cheese? How's that go? <laughs> Good? I mean, if if you just want a side, they'll probably let that slide. Yeah, the mac and cheese is so good at those the places. The mac and cheese is great. So good. Anyway, uh, so point is, so that's Where's the, the mac and cheese? Like, the barbecue. If you're in the place where everyone eats it with their hands, and you're doing it to pander to locals, then mm-hmm. eat it with your damn hands, right? Right. Um, you should at least know that, or someone should tell you that. Mm-hmm. Secondarily, is it the right decision to eat pizza with a with a fork and knife? No. My, my contention is... It is. I actually like... Now, look, I eat pizza with my hands all the time. But what I like about it with, uh, with, with the fork and the knife is it takes forever. So you're enjoying mm-hmm. that pizza flavor for like three times the amount of time. You're savoring every bite of it. Mm-hmm. And my mouth's watering just talking about it. Uh, Where's the pizza? Pro- Where's the pizza? I, I think I disagree with that. See, I don't. I, I like taking my time out. I like, and plus, mm. I will say that the, you know, when you're eating it and you're in a suit or something, right? You're in a, you're dressed nicely. You take a bite of, especially that greasy New York pizza. You take a bite, and the grease just like shoots down like a funnel under your like, you know. And Pat, this is a, this has been an issue I, for Pat. This <laughs> is an issue for Pat. But that's why food. Pat doesn't like New York pizza. That's, right. Oh, that's another. And also, but oh, I mean, that's another food. issue. So itself. gross, man. The people oh, in New York it. think their pizza is cardboard with spaghetti and sauce on it. It's, it's the best. It's, it's nasty. nasty. No, it's not. It's better. Greasy cardboard we, and then look, poured spaghetti sauce. Like, I would say this, oh. this is how I feel about Chicago pizza. Nasty. Chicago pizza is fine because it's pizza, and pizza's awesome. No but like, if I from. if I could choose to eat pizza, I don't want six feet of bread below my pizza. Like it's mm-hmm. fine if like one piece of it fills you up. It's like amazing, mm-hmm. um, and I can understand it when you're in Chicago. It's like a, it's freezing cold. It's seventy five degrees below zero with a wind at a hundred miles an hour. I can understand why you want something. It's got to fill you up and get a little hearty. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, Chicago pizza to me, I'd eat it, but like it's not my thing. I like the New York pizza. I like the pizza where you can go. I was in uh, New York recently. We were talking about this last week. Late night after the Mike and the Mad Dog show, I mm-hmm. uh, went to Mariella's Pizza, which is, um, it's, I, it's really good. Yeah, York pizza. It's, supposed to be. it's one of the best. It's, it's one that I, I think it won like Oprah's Best Slice in America or something like that uh, several years ago. Mm-hmm. But they have white pizza there. And I don't know, I, I like white pizza a lot I, as a racist, a conservative, uh, like mm-hmm. white pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so it's the, you know, with no sauce, it's got the ricotta cheese on it. Holy crap, is that good. I mean, if I used to walk by it all the time, we worked at CNN, and I would just it's just lunch all the time, just popping those things in. It, like I don't know how anyone in New York is less than five hundred pounds, and mm-hmm. you know, obviously, Jeffy, you fit in. Uh, I was there. I, lo- there. I love that. <laughs> and now you're in Texas, and you're just you're wasting away down here. I know. It's, it's really know. sad. Uh, but this, I love so I love that pizza. But I actually do like eating it with a fork and a knife because it's mm-hmm. it's it's I don't know. You get like the full. Uh, the full experience that way. Well, we you bring up a good point about Jeffy wasting away here in Texas. I I think he'd blow away in a stiff wind. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm worried. 2,900 mile an hour wind. I mean, it'd have it to be, have to be really, really stiff. stiff. Yeah. But about 2,900 miles an hour, that'd blow him away. 2,900 <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> If you had the winds of Jupiter right. blowing right. through Jeffy. That's why he never goes it, to Jupiter. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's why. 
So I don't know. I have no problem right. with him eating it uh, with a fork. Yeah, I don't care. If you're going to do it, though, make the argument. Li you know, live by it. Like, I'll, I'll sit here and I'll yeah. defend it. You know, don't, don't be like, oh, well, it was really it was hot. hot. It was hot. Blow on it. Yeah. Well, uh, cutting it does not make it cooler. No, it doesn't. That's not what that does. That's no. not what that process does. It does not. So, uh, but he's a douche anyway. Yes. And, and, you know, and get out of the race, by the way. Get, get out, out of the race. Get out. Uh, even Trump is asking him to do that now. Uh, University of Michigan students called uh, police over, uh, we had this story about some other school last week, and now mm -hmm. it's happened again, apparently. Trump 2016. Uh, stop Islam chalk markings. Michigan Daily reports University of Michigan President Mark Schlissel was forced to deliver a statement of the school's commitment to create, quote, creating a welcoming and inclusive environment for all, unquote. After anonymous chalk markings were discovered on campus this week that read Stop Islam, Trump 2016, and Build a Wall. Oh, my God. How could you even go to school at that university anymore I think they after those shut threatening down. messages? They should have shut down Ann Arbor. Right? <laughs> right then. And maybe the entire state of Michigan, frankly. Uh, attacks directed toward any individual or group within our community based on a, a belief or characteristic are inconsistent with the university's values of respect, civility, and equality. These are core values and guiding principles that will help us as we strive to live up to our highest ideals. You haven't looked at the screen wow. yet, have you? I mean, you haven't seen the horror that... I did. I, I wish you would show it again. I know, because that, I'm just look looking at, at the screen behind you, and I, I'm i so angry right now, I, I look feel at, ill. Look at, I'm about to vomit. <laughs> Hashtag Stop Islam is on top. Uh, make Donald... Yeah, is, it, was, it was. It said 20, Trump 2016, and then someone did the John Oliver thing and made it said it make Donald Trump again. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, all right. That's kind of cute. Uh, so it's Trump 2016, but somebody changed that to Trump make Donald Trump again, which is kind of funny. And then I don't see the other one. What was the other one? Build a wall. Build a wall. Build a wall. Yeah, I don't see that. Oh man. <laughs> Thank goodness, because that would be too much. Yes, yes that would be too frightening to, to me. Excuse you for the rest of the day. If you yeah, see I'd that. be too scared. Um, it's I'd be in home, at home, curled up in, a, in the fetal position, uh, weeping, like a fetus, not a baby, not a person, well, like uh, a fetus. fetus I'd be weeping a like a fetus. Not so. fetus isn't a thing. No, it's, my, like a it's my belief, and, and I don't know if you're with me on this. Maybe you're mm -hmm. a hate monger, but it's my belief that the mother mm -hmm. has the right to abort the. the the fetus right. until the the moment before the fetus's death. <laughs> so, if like if the fetus happens to grow up and, and die at ninety nine from old age, at ninety eight and three hundred sixty four days, mom fetus. can still. So even if mom's like one forty, hundred and forty <laughs> years old, yes. you can kill her hundred ninety or ninety nine year old. What if fetus. she wills it? What if she's dying and it's in her will? Kill my son. When my son is seventy. I think that's, I think that's fair. That's a good point. That's yes, fair. I think that's fair. It is fair. I think all parents should have the right to set the death date of their child. <laughs> that is my position. I thought I thought my child was going to grow up to be a Buick, but he didn't. Now I want him aborted. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's interesting. We should start. Why, why we should start pushing Democrats on that? Why don't you think the mother should always have the day, the right to set the death date of the child? Right. Uh, throughout their whole life. What's wrong with that? Shouldn't they be able to say like October nineteenth, two thousand twenty-three? I want my son dead. And they should be able What's to do wrong that. With that. It's What's their wrong with choice, that? their yeah. personal choice. Thank you. The fight will be uh, they can't will it, right? That'll be the fight. Now, listen, if that's fine uh, until they pass away. 
but they're not able to. You're not going to be able right. to will like, that's the, death. the That's the moderate Democrat They're going to be position. able to will the like, death. The moderates are like, no willing it, though. That's wrong. That's wrong. And then, like, the Sanders people come in and go, no, you can will it. You absolutely can will it. In fact, you can even will your grandchildren's death. In fact, we'll let step-parents decide. The only thing we, do, we know is the father will have no role. Right. Absolutely no role in the decision. Triple eight seven two seven back more patents too. It's inevitable. So deal with it. Yeah. Know what I mean? mm-hmm. With that. Yeah. Then you talk trash to our yeah. audience. We're the only thing. Look at that. We're on TV. We can do that. Everything you say is true. Because you, you know that's true because it's on TV. It's <laughs> like the sign said. TV. That means true voice. No, that was an NBA final step. Oh, I was giving you. Oh, I thought it was the final four. It was not for air. You're talking about NBA finals. Yeah, I was talking. I see. Amazing Uh, final four NBA finals stats. Stats. Really, a reason to bring that to air. I was. I guess Allen Iverson's going into the uh, basketball hall of fame. And so that's why they're what? talking about that. No way. Is he really? Yeah, he's, yes. Come on. He's absolutely a Hall of Famer. <laughs> no, he's not. Oh, my God, absolutely. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. <laughs> he's like the seventh highest scoring average in NBA history. And your point? <laughs> that's, that's kind of the whole thing. Are there more than seven people in the uh, NBA Hall of Fame? No, there's only four. <laughs> okay. So, that's what I mean. Okay. That's You're what right. I mean. It's like Mount Rushmore. They have four all the time. And so they just, so they you got out. room for Will Chamberlain, mm-hmm. right? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, mm-hmm. and Michael Jordan. And Oscar Robertson. And that's it. Jerry West. And then, but they have to take one down because it's like a Mount oh, yeah. Rushmore. They have to just like carve the face every time. So yeah. they really want to make that decision hold. Okay. Triple eight seven twenty seven back. I guess this is, do we have the sports section? Maybe we can do the sports stuff here since we kind of pulled ourselves into it. Didn't we have something sports-wise? I guess um, just your uh, your whole trip this weekend, and we don't know when that's airing yet. Uh, we don't. We don't quite yet. Uh, uh, Jeffy and Pat did a trip uh, down to uh, the uh, Final Four this weekend. Yeah, we went um, down to uh, Houston. Houston. Yeah, did you actually watch the games? Were they? No, did not. You didn't oh, actually get in. Stupid to go to the city of the basketball. Why would you? Why would you go, go to the, the Final game. Four and then go to the game when you could just do other stuff <laughs> around the game? Yeah, is that what you did? Stupid. Yeah, that's what we did. Like the Super Bowl. Uh huh. And so, hmm. it's an interesting. It was fun. Now we, we we actually did have a really good time. It was fun, and it we was. talked to some really good people. And uh, you know, Cassie Ra- Russell, who I, I you know, unless you're a big basketball star, I don't know, a uh, basketball right. fan, I don't know if you remember Cassie Russell, but he's a legendary basketball player from New York Knicks, mm-hmm. L.A. Lakers, and you know, just really good guy. And if and you now watch he's the a, breakfast. If you watched the yeah. breakfast, uh, you saw him. Uh, he was the recipient of the award this year, and so you get to see the him. John Wooden Award. You got to see him uh, speak. If mm-hmm. you watched the breakfast mm-hmm. that aired yesterday, and uh, oh, okay. so we're hoping to put together a little special with all the interviews. And oh, cool! 
Do we get to see some of them on, I don't know, the Pat and Stu show, considering that's the show you're on? I think we probably could. uh, I don't know know if we can, though, or not. We'll see if we have the juice. More more importantly, do you guys drove down there together? We did. (laughs) What was that like? (laughs) What was that trip like? It was hell. It had to be, right? Hell. I've never driven with him anywhere, but I picture. I mean, I've never been to hell, but I think I have now. Right, now you have. Uh, How many fast food stops did you make? Eight. It's a four-hour trip. We stopped eating. So, okay, it's not that bad then. Yeah, well, I mean, each time wasn't like we ordered a whole meal. It was just, you know, hey, it's time for another shake. And we pulled in and grabbed the shake, and we were back on the road. We actually did eat like pigs on this trip. Wow. We drove down, and actually, we, we drove straight through. We didn't stop anywhere. But once we got to Houston, I'm like, Carabas? Gotta go to Carabas, man. So we did. And, uh, oh, my gosh. I mean, it was okay. Gosh, that was delicious. It was okay to start with. It was great to start with. And then, you know, because that wasn't a big enough, heavy enough We had to work. I mean, we had to go to the the thing. And it was hard labor. We actually lifted a microphone a few times. Mm -hmm. We didn't actually actually even lift that. We just just put it on our lapel, and then we weren't lifting anymore. (laughs) Uh, But we did have to open our mouths and talk to some people. Oh, no. And then, and then so, so, so yeah. we were so famished by the end of that, we had to drive out to my friend Ed's place at a Taste of Texas. Oh, you got to Ed's Best place. restaurant oh. in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he ate like pigs there. Well, that was all right. That, that was, was another place fantastic. that was all right. Fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. How'd you do, Jeff? Did you, uh, you put down a Oh, few? my gosh. Did he Stop. pound it back? Woof. <laughs> we started with the quail bites. They got so mad at me because at the salad bar they have these giant blocks of cheese, uh-huh. and uh, apparently you he can't put one take of the blocks with on you. his plate. Yeah, apparently you can't take the whole thing with you back to the table. <laughs> they were so pissed. Did you really? And so, of course, I was like, okay, well, you can just cut me off a chunk. Then if I can't take, I mean, I got halfway back, and the guy's like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just You're supposed to just carve a little bit of the block off. I know, but why? I don't want to keep going back and forth, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, and then then, then he had a steak. He had a steak that was this big (laughs) and that thick. (laughs) And then then he topped it off with dessert after that. Plus, we had an appetizer of some delicious quail bites. Those quail bites are good, man. Yeah, those are good. Bacon wrapped quail bites. (laughs) That sings Stuber Dare, doesn't it? It does. Sings vegetarian Stuber Dare. Listen, hey, the bread was fine. We had to have a little bread with it. Oh, and the bread. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they give you these whole mini loaves of bread. It's so good. <laughs> then they give you the toasted little crunchy breads to go with the uh-huh. dip that they have the cream cheese. Uh-huh. Cream dip. Yeah, now, it, was, now, it was good stuff. The sign behind you has changed to athletically fat, <laughs> which is not true. You're athletically <laughs> overweight. Thank fat. you. It's not athletic. Oh, my God. Take that down now. Uh, <laughs> athletically. Bears, I'm not athletically fat. I'm athletically <laughs> overweight. You're 100% correct, Stu. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Also, did you, may have done That's something wrong. on that. Um, so, uh, so I actually had some uh, some wonderful meals as well. Did you? Uh, I went to. Uh, I, uh, I was in Las Vegas this weekend. I, I hate mm-hmm. to interrupt before you get started on your weekend, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Pat really wasn't done with our excursion. Oh, there's more food. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, there was more food. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> the way you said it, I thought it was the last. This is the beginning of just day one. Oh, yes. okay. That's so day so one. There's more. Day two. Uh, we get up and we go to the breakfast. The breakfast. Mm-hmm. The legends breakfast. The legends breakfast. And, then and the breakfast. legends breakfast was terrifying. I mean, it was it was awful. <laughs> it was not good. Not good. Uh, you know, a lot not of times those, you, you know, know. At those big banquet things, yeah. they're not good. I mean, you got to so, eat the, what's you got to eat a lot. You got to fill up on all the 
little side dishes. Yeah, and we did. And then <laughs> on the way out, what do we spot but a Chick-fil-A? So well, I mean, you got to stop for gas, and it just happened to be next door to a Chick-fil-A. That's almost who knew. We'd get arrested if well, we didn't go in you there. You guys do realize there's one like a mile from here. You don't have to go to the, the Houston Chick-fil-A. I know. We were there. No, but we were there in Houston, so we had to go to that one. And each Chick-fil-A, they make the same stuff. Yeah, we wanted, good, we wanted to make good sure. About it. We, wanted, we had to make sure that was the case, and it's, it was. It's a chain restaurant. So, yeah, yeah, it was okay. the case. So. And then just outside of Dallas, I don't know if you know this or not, <laughs> about, about 120 miles out of Dallas, Holy there's a place crap. called Woody's Barbecue, uh, Woody, Woody's Smokehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know. I mean, so we had to stop there after the Chick Fil A. Had to go in there, and get and some jerky, and then they had some pie that uh, had oh, to be homemade pies. So good, unbelievable! It was a great trip, and we just said, "Okay, we're throwing caution to the wind," and we. Well, did. I believe Pat said we're throwing caution. That's to what the I wind. said. I and was that's like, what I meant. "I'm with you." Yeah, you kind of said, "This is actually me dieting." <laughs> <laughs> and so Vegas was good food. Yeah, I mean, well, I had ups and downs. There's one place that's like super famous. I can't even remember the name of it. But it's like a big New York famous thing, and they have a, uh, a a version of it in Las Vegas. Two over two and a half hours at this place. Didn't even get our what's our it calls? What? What? It's terrible. Really? We just left. We were like, I mean, we didn't, we paid the check, but they, I would not have even paid the check. What the heck? Well, I mean, I, we were gonna dine and ditch. Even if they didn't bring you any we food. Ditched. Well, they did bring food. There were several courses to this particular meal. Yeah, uh, and uh, and then the, the last course just never came. It was really what? bad. It was really? bad. Yeah, they. I mean, they actually took a bunch of money off the bill and stuff. What's really the place? Bad. I don't know. Yes, you do. Oh, yeah. come, on. come on! Oh, my God! Come on! Don't. Oh, well, it must my be gosh. dang popular. You're not going to hurt it if it had a two and a half. Oh hour. no, I'm not going to hurt it. Um, uh, and then, uh, so that was that was night one. Oh no, I'm not going to hurt it, but you're not going to say it either nope. for some reason. I don't want to get it wrong. Oh, okay. I, I know I, I can, I'm close to it in my head, but I feel like I might be wrong. I'll All look right. it up in the break, and then I'll tell you. Who cares second. if you're wrong? Well, this is this is why I'm trying not to be you. Um, but I I must say, my like my favorite restaurant in America is that Giada's restaurant in Vegas. I've been there twice. Yeah, you've talked about that before. It is unbelievable. Giada, the the, the uh, famous like network celebrity person? chef. Yeah, uh, really. Like yeah. Nice looking. Holy Giada. crap! Is that food good? Uh, I mean, it's like you know. Really? Yeah, so good. I mean, and, and you know, it's an awesome restaurant too. Like a really cool room overlooking. And the did trip. she actually? She actually serves all the meals. Yeah. Serve the uh, meals? And, she yeah, comes to your table? Yeah, neck massage. <laughs> really? Yeah. Nice. Uh, personally. It's, it's hard. I mean, she's got very busy. Uh, no, it's Vegas. Yeah, but no, I, I mean, she's apparently heavily involved in it. Um, but mm. she, uh, it's so good. Wow. Holy crap. If you ever go to Vegas, go there. It's very, I guess, a, somewhat difficult. I didn't get there to like 10 o'clock at night. I had a, the, the prime reservation at like 10 p.m., but it was freaking really good. I mean, that place is awesome. Mm. So. I'd love to try that. Yeah, you should. Love to try that. 888 mm-hmm. back. More patents, too, coming up. I assume it's Italian? It is Italian, yes. Mm-hmm. It is Italian. Actually, both of the places were Italian. Uh, right. The first place, uh, not as good as the second one. Wow. <laughs> not going to tell us anything. Triple eight seven two seven back. So it was Carbone in uh, Carbone. Vegas. That was the name. Of that. It was okay. something. And it was something like super that. long wait. Uh, yeah, you know, look, I'm sure mm. it, it, they were busy. Yeah, it was no, well, they were kind of busy. It was just a disaster. I mean, this happens sometimes. Weird. 
Uh, everyone has a bad experience at a restaurant, so I'm not yeah. saying like you yeah, shouldn't ever go there. But it was, you know, it was a real rough, rough night. Luckily, it was one of those places that had like 19 courses. And you ever go to mm -hmm. one of those where like you have like a appetizer course and there's like a salad course, and then there's that, this one had a mm -hmm. pasta course. Mm -hmm. um, so it comes out and you eat all those things, and by the time you're done with that, you're like, holy crap, why did I order food? Mm -hmm. You know, you yeah. are. It was kind. Well, not you, Jeffy, but I'm just saying it's possible. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So the uh, the the I got to, we're all at that point where it's like, oh man, I mean, it did, when, when the food didn't come out, I was like, you know what? I'm actually this is probably how much I should have eaten. Like if I was a normal human that's being, point, like though. this, I should have stopped after that no, course that's anyway. That's not the point. That's mm -hmm. not the point when you go to a place like that. You want to eat like an idiot. Uh, so I did that the next night. But uh, and then of course I also went out for pizza later that night. Well, so, naturally. I mean, what are you going to do? You didn't get well, your you entire meal earlier. Right. You have to start adding meals. This is mm -hmm. one of the, this, uh, the hotel I stayed in had a, you know, like, they do that, like, you could get a, a credit for your room, for room service, like, you know, like a daily credit or whatever. If you order a specific room or you order a book through someone, they give you, like, a credit for breakfast. Mm -hmm. So this one had um, a, a $30 per guest um, uh, breakfast credit. Oh, nice. Right? So every morning, basically. So that breakfast, pays right? for your orange juice. <laughs> right. right. Well, that was the funny and thing. And the bagel. Is, okay. And my room, because it was, the way my room was booked, it was room booked as a two-guest thing, even though it was the only one in it. Oh, nice. So I had a Good $60. Move. Good move. $60 oh, a nice. day breakfast. Nice. By the way, went over the limit every day. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. They, they, every, like, uh, that omelet, $29. I know. A ba bagel with know. cream cheese, $9 yeah. for a bagel with cream cheese. Mm. And then the bagel with cream cheese. Well, but think about that. The bagel cost them a quarter. And the cream cheese is probably another Five penny. cents. Maybe, Maybe five cents. If, uh, so that's, uh, what, 30-cent thing that they're only making, like, 99.9% .9 profit on. Right, right. Uh, well, don't forget Millie bringing it up to you. Well, oh, no, they yeah, charge you a $4.50 per guest delivery fee. Right. Now, they're still coming only once, yes. but they because there's two guests you're in my room, which there were not, they charge well, me you're $9. Using you're using both of them, so. Yeah, I mean, I did use them. But I will say this. <laughs> when they do that, then I take that off the tip because that pisses me off. The $4.50 so, yeah. delivery yeah. fee? Yep. Okay, well, then that's your tip. Good right. for you. Hope you enjoy that. No, they had Thank a big you. sign on the receipt. The tip is not included. Uh-huh. I know. The, the delivery fee is... I'm sorry. The delivery fee, uh, you just got your tip. And then they had... <laughs> this is the other thing they had was... A, or most of it. Right. A $100 um, resort food and beverage credit. So I was there for three days. And so, three nights. So 100 bucks. You know, you figure, hey, you get a couple meals maybe. You get a couple... Uh, at one point, I, I used it. I got three drinks, $59 for three drinks. Three drinks, $59. I believe that. It's, oh, yeah. it's unbelievable. This place is ridiculous. It's, but, I mean, you know. They're ridiculous. Some of the stuff is great. I mean, some of like, Vegas is one of those places, like, I can only take a day or two of it, honestly. Um, and, and, like, it has that, like, uh, the food, some of the food is so good because they just poor resource like the giada's restaurant it's the only one in america the only one in the world it's the only one she's she has mm -hmm. um you know she's a chef but she doesn't have restaurants everywhere and so they'll just pour resources in, in, in these buildings i mean like the rooms are so unbelievable it's so nice and you're sitting here just like i 
you could just—I mean, you could blow through so much money in that city so fast. I doesn't even mm-hmm. mention the gambling. Mm-hmm. Like the gambling right. is actually the cheapest thing you do there. Yeah. Like, I, just going there and actually going to the tables or something—you might break even. Who knows? You might even make a few dollars. Uh, that's not happening at the restaurant. You never make a few dollars at the restaurant. Yeah. You never come up, come out up uh, at the restaurant or the hotel. I mean, that well, city's amazing. Just look around for you know an empty wallet on the table or something, just sitting there, <laughs> nobody looking. Mm-hmm. Then you might come out ahead. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that I would do anything like that. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Don't leave your wallet unattended around, <laughs> Jeffy. I think that's, that's what we've all learned here today. <laughs> or your children. Uh, or really anything that you Or value. anything, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But Vegas has come a long way. Hey, you know, it was just that was a town of 500,000 just a few years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah. It's two, like two to two and a half million I know. now. It used to have like the highest growth rates for like a yeah. decade. It was like the fastest growing. It was on fire. Yeah. And maybe that's calmed down well, a little bit. Well, the 2008 thing was not necessarily good for Vegas. Uh, True. You know, but I mean, that, that whole, it's a, it's a, it's a fascinating, it's just it is. a fascinating thing to sit there. And they have everything though there now, right? I mean, Everybody who puts in a, a, a restaurant in New York also opens one in Vegas. Yeah. Almost every time. It's like Wolfgang Puck, okay, I've got to go to Vegas. Yeah, that's smart. Guy because, Fieri, going to go to Vegas. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's interesting. It is. I mean, and it's because the res- there's just so much. I mean, you just have everybody there, and no one who's there cares about spending any money because mm-hmm. you're there. Like, once you're there, you're, you don't care. You're just like, yeah, well, whatever. You know, I mean, you might you cut corners on certain things, but... Like, usually you're going out to dinner, you're not, you know, if you're going on a vacation, you're mm-hmm. spending a lot of money anyway. People mm-hmm. are just like, they're not price sensitive at those moments, you know, mostly because they're probably hammered, a lot of them. Right. Um, and you're just like, <laughs> oh, whatever, just take all my money, give me my food. And it, you, can, you can run up some bills there. No you question. You can run up some serious, serious expenditures. Not that I did, because I had that room credit. So right. I mean, oh, so you're right. you're all set. Then. I was all covered. Right, you're all set. You didn't spend much money. Well, I, I kept trying to hit the limit, and then I just kept going over it. <laughs> they had red velvet yeah. pancakes though at my hotel. Oh, so good, so good. <laughs> I mean, I ate like forty three ninety five. Yeah, and they were like literally like thirty dollars <laughs> for three pancakes. But I ate like a maniac oh. this weekend. This yeah, is why we look so too. good today. Yeah, that's why. Uh, we worked You're hard welcome. this weekend. You're this, welcome. This is essentially kind of like the gym. I mean, what we did this weekend. Oh, my gosh. You know? yes. It's exactly like the gym. Mm-hmm. We lifted a lot of food. Triple eight seven two seven back. This is kind of an interesting uh, video. Cosmopolitan Magazine published a video uh, where young couples discuss gun ownership. You oh. know, this is going to be good. Oh, In every no. scene, the men are grilled by women on their decision to own a firearm oh, no. and on the Second Amendment. Do you have I a license? Even, I do. You do? Uh, well, in Florida, you don't need one. Oh. Uh, so but you don't have a license? <sighs> no. Well. The guns uh, that you Oh, it's Cosmopolitan, yeah. Are Gun talk. Registered? Yes, absolutely. They're purchased 100% legal, registered. Everyone, Uncle Sam, everyone right. knows about it. Guns in my house are kept under lock all the time. It's not, and with... You were incapable of opening said locks? Well, <clears throat> you said if I came home drunk, mm-hmm. the lock and the, the key to the lock and the guns are in two different places. Do you, if we get into an argument or whatever, are you ever nervous that things could get out of hand? Um, before, like when we first started, at the initial start of our relationship, yeah, because I didn't really know you that well. 
but now, no. From a non-American point of view, I think that Americans are, are used to the culture of like freedom of speech. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's written into the Constitution. What are these stupids? Jeez. From a non-American yeah. point of view. In American culture, people are like used to freedom of speech. <laughs> this is fascinating though because while they're obviously trying to make some anti-gun point it's it's interesting to see people try to hash these things out when they obviously have not thought about them at all no no uh, idea what, because because you have a gun were you did you think i was dangerous when we started the relationship Ugh, i mean weird oh, really weird i mean obviously there's some people who would believe that or think that but i guess it's an interesting viewpoint i mean i yeah it is that's not something uh and fortunately, there's more. I, oh, what? The way, I, they, guy probably owns knives too. Did you think he was dangerous for that? I mean, because we're talking about killing one person here, right? We're not talking about mass slaughter. He doesn't have, mm. have nuclear weapons. You don't have to get to that level. Uh, does he have a knife? Does he have, does he have a car? Does he have a stapler? Because he could staple you to death pretty easily. Yeah, drive those right into your brain, <laughs> kill you dead. Here's uh, part two. Just this extremely mm. powerful. Mm. I'm just gonna Death keep, machine. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going back to this whole car thing. You're driving down the highway and the tire bursts. Right, but those have an ulterior... Cars have an ulterior use rather than... Cars That's are true. used to All get right, from okay. A to B. What are What is the ulterior use for guns? I mean, at the end of the day, uh, it's just Second Amendment. You can't just pretend that the Second Amendment doesn't exist. Thank you. I think it's important to protect the it's rights of responsible gun owners, and I think it's also important to make sure that people that have no business owning guns and you don't, don't honey, get guns. Get it's out. kind of like the, a right, not a rite of passage, but kind of like after a certain age, I think everyone mm. should be introduced to it. I mean, look at your fear now. Mm. You never were introduced to it. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you hadn't been introduced to it by the right people, maybe you could still have a fear, but at least you know what it's... I'm still, I'm going to get you to shoot a gun one day. No, Please. Nope. No, you can't get through that. She doesn't even know what you're talking about. Mm. Well, the skirt hiked up to her hoo-ha. She's not worried about guns. No. She should be more afraid of that. Um, yeah, hey, interesting wow. um, issue. Uh, the ulterior motive is not a killing machine. <laughs> the, the, the gun <laughs> is actually used to defend life. That's the use for it. If, if, I mean... It's that also not a machine. A, it's a very standard liberal blog <laughs> viewpoint that, yeah, like, the is. only thing... Anyway, it, can only, it can only kill! Well, right. uh, you know... Uh, there are a lot. You're right. It's not the same as a car. It does not. You're not going to drive it around. Although there are, all, are obviously other usage. For example, probably, uh, you know, uh, the meal that Food. you ate uh, for lunch. Mm -hmm. It can be used to uh, feed people. Uh, clearly, uh, there are uh, certainly other uses to it. But I mean, you know, for me, main use is someone comes into my house uh, and is going to kill me. I have a way to defend myself. Mm -hmm. Is that a killing machine? Would you describe that as a killing machine? No, if I, I would defend not. myself no. by by perhaps pointing it at someone and they run out, or shooting someone. Um, one of those two things is the way you know thousands and thousands of people have defended themselves, That's and hopefully stupid. you never have to use it. Obviously, but the idea that it's that that standard liberal viewpoint, like it's this big I oh here's my trump card. Um, you, it's a it's only designed for killing. That's not what it's designed for at all. It's defined, designed to defend your life, your mm -hmm. liberty, your property. Um, and that is, uh, you know, I, that is, it is a central part of this. And, and the one girl who, uh, who says, um, you know, as, a, as someone from a foreign country, I don't understand your culture. 
Um, you know, the guy made a good point. Maybe if it had been introduced to it. Maybe if we didn't treat these things like if you make if you make a point a, you know a finger gun a class two lookalike firearm and we throw kids out of school for it, of course they're going to have weird ideas of what guns are later on in life. That's how we're raising kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be nice if they you know were just introduced to them by someone rational who says to treat them with respect and, and care. Um, you have to do that, but uh, really, I mean, it is it's your right to be able to defend yourself. And again, it's the most natural right there is. The idea that you know a Jeffy or whatever breaks into your house, you got to have a way to defend yourself against him, um, which will be my mm-hmm. defense at the, at the court case. <laughs> but you just said it on television. I mean, somebody would have heard it maybe. And ah, nobody watched the show. <clears throat> so oh, yeah, yeah, we're we're we got rid of the last listener last week. There's one guy left who was still watching. I think it was, why, why are we doing this? <laughs> it's kind of stupid. I hadn't really thought of it. Yeah. Might want to think that through. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we got to get this out, too, because on the Washington Post is telling us why pediatricians need to know if you own a gun or not. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Good. I was wondering about that because it doesn't yeah. seem at all constitutional. No, right, mm-hmm. right, because back, do you remember um, when there was a woman, a mother, who was asked by her pediatrician, uh, do you have guns in the home? And she said, uh, well, that has, that's none of your business. It has nothing to do with the health of my child. Well, the pediatricians at the Washington Post interviews here say that, yes, indeed, it is their business because it's a public health issue. Ah. Again, for us as pediatricians, the issue isn't ownership, it's safety. Whatever. And when we're able to talk to parents about gun storage, we have the potential to save lives. No, I'm sorry. No. I, again, that's none of your business. Fortunately, when this went to court, uh, she actually won. That's good. She actually won the case. But uh, but the Washington Post pushing for pediatricians to ask more questions about that's, gun ownership. That's coming thanks to Obamacare, too. It sure is. And they will want to know. And then, plus, they'll want to know about your your history with, with drugs and especially yeah. antidepressants. Well, they already have that. That kind of thing. They already have that. Mm-hmm. Now they started talking about, oh, you have a weapon in the home, too? Mm-hmm. Oh. Does your doctor ask you the question, uh, do you work with or are associated with Jeffy? <laughs> I get that every doctor. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. I guess there's, I don't know if they're worried about hmm. something communicable or if it's just like Probably. violence. It's like the West Africa question, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you traveled Same to thing. West Africa? Do you work Same with Jeffy? Same thing. Triple eight seven two seven back more patents. I can assure you that nothing is, uh, nothing is uh, broken out right now. <laughs> oh, that's Thank great. You. What a great day. I know. Because yeah. usually it's a good week. There's a lot going on. Oh, my God. You're telling me. I <laughs> <laughs> love you. Seven two seven back. Pat and Stu. Apparently, Tesla. Uh, we've been talking about Tesla for a while because we did that uh, really cool test drive with Tesla. Uh, that was the P eighty five S. Is that what that was? I thought it was the D P eighty five D. No, mm, I'm not sure. It was a P eighty five something or other, and it was fa- it was super fast. I mean, that thing just moves. And when you hit the when you hit the accelerator, it, it just takes off immediately. There's no it just—it's like a rocket, and so now they've come up with a yeah, by the way, cheaper model. Yeah, P eighty five D. Yeah. Now we did 
Because the ludicrous mode, I don't think it was out when we actually drove it. No, you can. It they was, set that was, out uh, as a download that you can do now. Right. So it was the one before. It was like crazy mode or something. It had some yeah. Other, yeah. Uh, and it was crazy insane enough. Insane mode or something. Mm-hmm. The ludicrous speed, zero to 60 time. I'm seeing it listed at 2.8 seconds. That's what I thought it was. I thought it was around 2.8, 2.9. That's insane. That is crazy. That's like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or a... Not quite as fast yeah. as a Bugatti, but you're in that neighborhood. Oh, yeah, you're right there with that. Uh, the, the one we drove was the 2015, and uh, it did not have the ludicrous me- speed upgrade, which is so it's only 3.1 seconds. Which look is how great these are. I mean, these, they, they look great. And when you yeah, see the do. Tesla on the road, it's like, they, wow, they stand out. They do. They sure do. They look, they look great. great. Is this the new one? This is, is this the 3? Is this the P3 or whatever it is? The new, it's the 3. And Model it starts, three. it has a starting price of $35,000. That's pretty good. But they're going to do 0 to 60 in 6 seconds, supposedly. Too slow. Uh, for, the, feel like for the base never model at 35 grand? Yeah. I mean, that is I'm not... I'm not interested. You know, I know. It's going to feel like you're never getting up to speed. It is. It's going to feel like that took forever to get to 60. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, still, that's a good... I mean, it's not like It's a good speed, but it's, like, twice, it's twice as slow as the... But they've sold how many thousands of... Uh, a lot. I've heard... Uh, oh, 200,000? No, 200,000 is just until the tax credit runs out. It's even more than that. Ooh.